Hello and welcome to the Scrimba podcast. On this weekly show, I speak with successful devs about their advice on learning to code and getting your first junior dev job. I'm Alex and today I'm joined by Boozer, a very friendly and charming Scrimba student who recently became a full-time junior front-end web developer in one of the most competitive tech cities in the world, London. She's originally from Turkey, where she studied economics, so it's really impressive how Boozer managed to move to a new city, make new friends, and learn to code all by herself. Of course, this was a big personal challenge. For example, at the time, Boozer felt really disappointed after five unsuccessful job interviews, but now she's successful, she realized it was all part of the process and a crucial confidence builder. I was very disappointed to be not hired after five interviews. I can never forget how sad I was. I couldn't get any answer at all. And you know, it's a nasty situation. All that to say, I think you're going to learn a lot from Boozer's experience without necessarily having to go through all that difficulty yourself. Stay tuned to the end because you will learn exactly how Boozer got a recruiter to reach out to her on LinkedIn. Because this role is a developer on a marketing team, Boozer went above and beyond to SEO optimize her take-home task and really make herself stand out and eventually earn the job offer. Let's get into it. I was working in corporate organization sector as a student in Turkey. My major was economics. We used to organize training events for companies. I had a very social environment. I was constantly meeting different people. After I moved here, I worked in customer service because it was the first job I could find in the UK. After two months, I started to say, what I'm doing here? And I quit that job in third month. What I wanted was to live in the UK, but that had to mean something, something valuable. Being separate from your family had to have a purpose. After I quit, I was talking to a friend who is a senior developer. I didn't know him very well at that time. And he said to me, Buse, why don't you become a developer? <laughs> I didn't know anything about software developers. I thought they were not social and it was a boring job for me. And I didn't know what it meant to come up with the application or website or even Hello World. I had a few options. I eliminated backend development at first uh, and UI, UX and data science. I spent a week researching them. And a week later, I started writing hello words. <laughs> it was like magic. And I found a roadmap for the front-end development. For two months, I knew where I was going. After JavaScript, I started React, but felt like, you know, you are climbing a mountain every tutorial. A course and lessons I studied made me feel like I am the only person in the world that doesn't know this stuff, doesn't know anything. I'm sure that's a very relatable feeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As much as I could, I tried to find out how I like to learn. During this period, I watched many videos, worked every day at home, like I had a real job. And yeah, that's all. How did you go about deciding what technology to learn? Because once you decide you want to go into tech or programming, well, you touched on it a bit yourself, right? You get to choose between front-end and back-end and UI and UX developments. You get to think about all sorts of different disciplines. What was it that drew you to front-end? 
in university time, I tried to learn backend and I started with Python, but it was really, really complex for me. And I like designing because of that. I considered UI UX and front end. I talked with one of my UI UX designer friends. And after that, I decided front end. You know, you can design a website and code from scratch. I was really excited. I just imagined to end up being a front end developer. You said that you were kind of learning how to learn a little bit and figuring out the right way for you to make programming concepts stick and make progress. What are the sorts of things that stood out to you? The first month or second month was really easy, you know, to learn HTML and CSS. CSS is really fun to learn, but after JavaScript, it's, you know, tutorial hell. But Scrimba helped me with this. You need to get out of the tutorial hell. I was watching videos all the time and end of the day, I hadn't felt ready until make a project. When you learn and make a project at the same time, at the same day. Yeah, it was really good for me. Why do you think HTML and CSS were easier for you to learn compared to JavaScript? Uh, for the HTML and CSS, you can see the result immediately in, in the web browser. JavaScript becomes clear after doing some more projects. Not being able to even run a code made me feel anxious every time. So I was worried because I didn't have a software background, but I kept asking, most of my friends are software developers here. And even they had a hard time learning new software languages. It's normal for them to have a difficulty. It made me really comfortable. When you came to the UK, was it just that you were inspired by your friends and saw the projects they were building and the lifestyle they could achieve? And that made you think, okay, I want to go for tech. Or is it that you liked the problem solving part of it? You know, like a lot of programming and front end design is about creativity and logic and things like that. After I quit my customer services job, I just thought I need a different thing. I need a different path. In the COVID time, in the quarantine time, I wasn't able to go out and find a job or find an organization job. And I thought it could be really great for me to learn new things. It was out of my comfort zone to sit down at home all day and write code or study it. From there, like, when did you start applying to developer jobs and what was your experience like? It's not always easy, right, to get your first junior developer job. How did you approach it? If it were up to me, I would start job application in the first month, maybe. But I didn't have a portfolio to show. I started applying right after I started learning JavaScript because I wanted to feel ready. Doing an interview is a skill. There's a big difference in self-confidence between my first interview and the last one. <laughs> I have many friends to apply a job just to keep interview skills. I made a e-commercial website at first technical task and I learned how to write an e-commercial website in this job application and I made five interviews they didn't continue with me I know my CV wasn't enough at that time but I wasn't aware of it I was very disappointed to be not hired after five interviews I can never forget how sad I was I couldn't get any answer at all. And, you know, it's a nasty situation. It never feels good, does it? In retrospect, even though at the time it felt quite bad, 
you now realize that you were actually learning every time you did an interview because you were getting better at interviewing and also learning a bit of code when you built the e-commerce project, for example. What sorts of interview skills did you learn? I think it's important to look self-confident, but uh, for the interviews, I just remember I watched a video on the screen by YouTube about job search with the recruiter. Oh, is that with um, with Taylor? About uh, template or LinkedIn message to recruiters. Yeah, yeah, I know which one. We'll link it in the show notes for anybody who wants to check it out. Don't say five minutes because five minutes means 15. So say seven minutes, nine minutes, 11 minutes, three minutes, and then ask the specific question that you want to ask. So Alex, I've been admiring you from afar with Scrimba. Do you have seven minutes to talk about how you build community? And I started to talk with recruiters and I found them on LinkedIn. And those seven minutes were of interest to them because they thought it's as if it were a special letter to them. If you are enjoying this episode of the Scrimba podcast, please do us at Scrimba a favor and share this episode with your friends on social media or in your community. For example, on Twitter or in your favorite Discord servers. Really, word of mouth is the single best way to support a podcast that you like. So thank you in advance. Next week, I'm talking with Scott Hanselman from Microsoft. Scott's been around for a little bit and his content actually really influenced me to find success when I was learning to code many years ago. I don't like to focus on age, but I'm kind of an old programmer right now. I've been programming now for 30 years, but then computers are changing so fast. I'm also overwhelmed by what I don't know. As such, I'm trying to be an enthusiast who can help guide the next generation so that they too can be old programmers. You know, I hear so much about early in career people finding that first couple of years in software to be really stressful and they leave because they got a bad boss or they had a weird project. What an amazing thing that I've been able to do this for so long. And wouldn't it be lovely if, if others could do the same? Needless to say, I'm super excited to learn from Scott's with you. If that sounds interesting to you, make sure to subscribe to the Scrimba podcast as not to miss it. Back to the interview with Boozer. Looking at your LinkedIn profile, I'm very interested to learn how things went for you because it says in around September, you got a contract as a junior front-end developer at 5min.co. And then about six months later, it looks like, or a little bit longer, you became a front-end developer at a company called TakeNow. And now as of this year, you're working as a junior marketing front-end developer at Vision Direct, which by the way, is a company everybody in the UK probably recognizes. What happened there? Like, What's the history behind those three jobs? For the first three jobs, it was a startup company and I contacted them on LinkedIn. The owner was the same and told them my situation. Honestly, I was a junior. I uh, was helping them and they were teaching me everything. But one month ago, uh, I got the job uh, full time, first full time and real nice. job in yeah, Vision okay, Direct. That's amazing. That must have been a great feeling, Bruza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They saw contact lenses online. They are very lovely people. Apart from being a software developer, it's very nice to work in such a fun environment. We even had two parties in in a month. What were you celebrating? Like birthdays or? Not birthday. I ha- welcomed Bruza 
parfait. <laughs> oh, nice. Awesome. So this job with Vision Direct, did that come through you reaching out to recruiters on LinkedIn? She reached out to me. It was just before the Christmas holiday and I waited so long. My uh, line manager was off after uh, New Year and I waited one and a half months for the response. That's quite a long time. Wait, but just help me understand, like the recruiter reached out to you around Christmas time. Did you jump on a phone call with her and did she ask you some questions? For the first time, she sent me a job description for the senior developer. And I said, I'm not a senior developer. And she said, they need someone uh, to know jQuery. And I said, I don't know jQuery. I didn't feel that this job right to me. But after the first interview, they gave me a task, footer or header. And I went to the British Library, which is my magic place. Oh, that place is magic. Yeah. And I finished it that day and I did the things they didn't want from me. And I thought about everything down to smallest detail, even SEO, even digital marketing, because, you know, they sell contact online. They don't have high street store. I was working at the coffee shop. My shift was ending two o'clock and I had a meeting at the two o'clock. My friend brought me my computer and airpods. Uh, the coffee shop internet was disconnected in the middle of the call, middle of the technical oh. call. <laughs> The airport's connected to my friend's phone and we had a, such a funny and bad meeting, bad second interview. And I said, okay, never mind. They will not call me back, but they call me. It sounds like the take-home task, you took it very seriously and you pulled out all the stops to try and impress them, basically. And clearly they liked what they saw. Yes, because I thought, what was their value? The only way to sell a contact lenses is a website or Google or... Having that SEO is really important for their business. You were thinking about that. I even added image alt text because it's important for Google. And I searched digital marketing for this job application. And so what kind of tasks are you working on at Vision Direct now? Like what is a typical day in the life of a remote junior developer look like? I actually work under a marketing team. My title is marketing front-end developer. We are 35 or 30 people and we have first Monday marketing team board, which is everyone tells about what they are doing this week. What's our SEO marketing range or what did happen? Well, last week we have web delivery, which is a small team for the marketing IT. We have web delivery catch up every morning. And after that, I start to code. Well, it's amazing to hear that you're having a good time at the company. And I really like your story, how you managed to stand out to a recruiter. But also, you did have a few job interviews that didn't go well. But we sort of identified that every time you didn't do well in an interview, that gave you more confidence going forward and practice. All you had to do is like, trust the process. Like, kill the ego. If you put an application for a job, if you don't get any response, it doesn't mean you are a bad developer. It could be a hundred reason. You are going to get a lot of rejection and it doesn't matter. Don't lose motivation. What kind of advice could you offer to anybody listening that you wish you had when you were learning to code and looking for your first junior developer job? 
I would stop comparing myself to others. LinkedIn and GitHub are like our Instagram because when you see what people are doing, you ask yourself, look at this guy, Buse. <laughs> what a great project he has done. <laughs> what did you do today? <laughs> But this is not the truth. From the other side, everything may seem difficult. If you want something, search it and you will find a way. You don't need a college degree or expensive boot camps for learning front end. What do you wish you knew at the beginning of your journey? I would like to learn the terms better, technical terms. I guess I didn't pay attention to them at the beginning. At the interview, when they said or asked me a technical question, and I asked them to explain a little bit more. When they explained it to me, I was saying, okay, I already know it. I just didn't know the term. And I felt really bad about that. It's my not mother tongue. I learned English and I learned software in English. You know, it's harder than normal. For example, for direct and JavaScript, in the beginning, I watched Turkish videos to make sure if I understand. After that, I, in order to learn the terms and learn the language, I started to watch English videos. I've never thought about it, I have to admit, because I'm lucky to speak English as my first language. But that does sound really difficult, actually. What else kind of made you feel anxious or stressed, I guess? And how did you overcome those feelings? Some people, uh, for example, two months ago, I had an interview with a company that provides corporate training and coaching. And I did a very good project, very good technical project. And their CEO asked me many questions like, are you sure you are suitable for this job? You seem like a very social person. Won't you get bored of sitting at home? These questions surprised me. Then I thought a lot, but there was no doubt in my mind, even though I thought that way in the beginning, in the beginning. But you know, it's been a month. I don't want to go out unless I've done with work. You just have to find a balance. When he asked you that question, how did it make you feel? I just felt sad and I just thought, is it right for me? Did I show something wrong about my personality? But yeah. after that day, I was really sure about what I want. Do you think it was a rude question? I think it was because the colleague of CEO said, I think it's too much for her. And I said, yes, it's too much. Oh my gosh. Well, thankfully you're done with that experience. What are you looking forward to in the future? Oh, that's a good question. I think because of that my background was organization, I had a not a degree, but certificate as a corporate coaching. I can merge two different fields. I just imagine in the future, I am a manager of the software team. I still think software developers are not extrovert, not to show their feeling. I can be both of them and I can teach a corporate Great. training. And I started blogging for starters, for junior developers to help them to my journey. And this way is help me to remember all the things and maybe it could be helpful for the junior developers. That's a brilliant tip in general. And we'll definitely link your portfolio and your Medium profile and your GitHub in the show notes so people can check you out. And we'll also mention your Discord user ID in case people want to like, I'm sorry to do this to you, but they might bother you with questions. Bruza, <laughs> thank you so much for joining me on the Scrimba podcast. It's been a delight. Thank you. Thank you for having me. 
That was Boozer, a successful Scrimba student. Thank you for listening. If you've made it this far in the episode, you might want to consider subscribing for more helpful and uplifting episodes with recently hired juniors like Boozer and industry experts alike. As a reminder, I'm speaking with Scott Hanselman from Microsoft next week in what will be episode 56 of the Scrimba podcast. You can also tweet me, your host, Alex Booker, and share what lessons you learned from the episode so I can thank you personally for tuning in. My Twitter handle is in the show notes. Subscribe and I will see you next week.